You are listening to Fundamentals of Piano Practice, written by Zhuang Zichang, read by Henrik Pantle. Chapter 1, Piano Technique, Part 2, Basic Procedures for Piano Practice, Section 7, Hand Separate Practice, Acquiring Technique. Essentially, 100% of technique development is accomplished by practicing hands separately. Do not try to develop hand and finger technique hands together, as that is much more difficult, time-consuming and dangerous, as explained in detail later. Start practicing any difficult passage hands separate. Choose two short passages, one each for the right hand and the left hand. Practice the right hand until it begins to tire, then switch to the left hand. Switch every 5 to 15 seconds before either the resting hand cools and becomes sluggish or the working hand becomes tired. If you choose the rest interval just right, you will find that the rested hand is eager to perform. Don't practice when the hand is tired, because that will lead to stress and bad habits. Those unfamiliar with hand-separate practice will generally have a weaker left hand. In that case, give the left hand more work. In this scheme, you can practice hard 100% of the time, but you never practice with fatigued hands. For the two difficult sections of Für Elise, practice them hands separate until each hand becomes very comfortable up to speeds much faster than final speed before putting the hands together. This may take from a few days to several weeks depending on your level of play. As soon as you can play hands separate reasonably well, try hands together to check that the fingering works. It is best to try to use similar fingerings or closely related fingerings in the two hands. This will make the task of playing hands together simpler. Don't worry at this point if you can't play it satisfactorily. You just need to make sure that there is no conflicts or better fingerings. It should be emphasized that the hands separate practice is only for difficult passages that you cannot play. If you can't play the passage adequately hands together, by all means, skip the hands separate part. The ultimate objective of this book is for you to be able to quickly play hands together with practically no hand separate practice after you become proficient. The objective is not to cultivate the dependence on hand separate practice. Use hands separate only when necessary and try to reduce its use gradually as your technique advances. However, you will be able to play hands together with a little hands separate practice only after you have become pretty advanced. Most students will be dependent on hands separate practice for 5 to 10 years and will never completely abandon its use. The reason for this is that all technique is most quickly acquired hands separate. There is one exception to this rule on avoiding hand separate practice whenever possible, that is memorizing. You should memorize everything hands separate for several important reasons. See memorizing in part 3, section 6. Beginner students should practice hands separate all the time for all pieces so as to master this critically important method as quickly as possible. However, once the hands-separate method is mastered, the student should start to explore the possibility of playing hands together without using hands-separate. Beginner students should be able to master the hands-separate method in two or three years. The hands-separating method is not just separating the hands. What we will learn below 
are the myriad of learning tricks you can use once the hands are separated. Hand separate practice is valuable long after you have learned a piece. You can push your technique much faster hands separate than hands together. And it is a lot of fun. You can really exercise the finger and hands and arms. It is superior to anything hand or other exercises can provide. This is when you can figure out incredible ways to play that piece. This is when you can really improve your technique. The initial learning of the composition only serves to familiarize your fingers with the music. The amount of time spent playing pieces you have completely learned is what separates the accomplished pianist from the amateur. This is why accomplished pianists can perform, but most amateurs can only play for themselves. Finally, it should be understood that all finger technique is acquired hands separate because there is no method that is more efficient. If you can play hands together immediately, there is no need for hands separate practice. However, if you can't quite play hands together, how do you tell if you can skip hands separate practice? There is a clear test for that. You can skip hand separate practice only if you can play hand separate comfortably, relaxed and accurately at faster than final speed. It is usually best to bring the hand separate speed up to at least 1.5 times final speed. That is usually not difficult and can be a lot of fun because you can see the rapid improvement in your skill level. For this reason you might find yourself practicing hand separate a lot more than it is absolutely necessary and will certainly use it all your life. Each hand must eventually learn its own set of skills independently of the other. You certainly don't want one hand to depend on the other. The quickest way to acquire these skills is to learn them separately. Each alone is difficult enough. Trying to learn them together will be much more difficult and time-consuming. In hands-separate practice, you acquire finger and hand technique, then in hands-together practice, you only need to learn how to coordinate the two hands.